Welcome to This Week in VO with J. Michael Collins. Each week, JMC will host one of the voiceover industry's most interesting personalities for a casual freestyle chat that encompasses more than just business, digging deep into the guest's backstory and pulling back the curtain on how they became the person they are today. Now, please welcome this week's guest, Armin Hirstetter. Hey, it's J. Michael Collins back for episode two of This Week in VO, and uh, I've got a really cool guest today, one of my great friends in the business. He is the man who puts the leader in Lederhosen uh, and the CEO <laughs> of Podalgo, uh, one of the nicest guys in the business, unless you piss him off. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Armin Hirstetter, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I think this must have been the best introduction I've ever had coming to a podcast. <laughs> And I like the he puts the later in later hosen. That is was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I come up with these things, and you know my 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 favorite part of this is the fact that it's not video because there's no chance of you standing up at any point and showing us a pair of tidy whities with a uh, <laughs> anything anything going. Yeah, you know, which which was I have to say probably the most terrifying thing to come out of Munich since at least the <laughs> early 1930s. So, uh, we we don't have to see that again. That's good. No, but I think the Americans <laughs> when that was shown at an American conference uh, like online conference of course uh, they put i think an american flag over the, the <laughs> private parts it, it was and it made people even look more in the direction it, it was fantastic I, I think it would be a great thing and i'd like to tell the audience i had no intention of starting two for two on on this kind of humor we, we began there with townsend also but it just seems to be where we go um so yeah i mean you, you guys can keep listening if you want to that's it's on you at this point uh how are, how are things in munich man how are things in germany so the, the 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 good things first. Uh, the weather has been stellar for the for the last week. It's it's it like always blue sky, sun. It's about seventeen degrees. You can recalculate that into this uh, imperial um, bullshit uh, figures. And um, now, so it's it's warm. It's almost like spring. Uh, it's just you can't go anywhere, especially not in beer gardens, which hurts me a lot because I love beer gardens. Uh, not, 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 not the rubbish you have with Little Oktoberfest over there in the States. No, no, I'm talking the real thing, like, like, like real proper beer, not, not this but light crap that you have and, and stuff like I, that. I know, I know you can drink. Ar Armin, not only have we seen him break Hugh Edwards uh, at, at a Euro <laughs> retreat once, but he also, I, I, when was it I was over there and we went to dinner? Was that, what, about two years ago? Oh, the, uh, definitely too long ago. I can too tell you that. Ago. And well, Armin took me to to one of the nicer restaurants in Munich, and uh, fortunately, which was at the hotel I was staying at, and uh, we uh, we got to having our, our you know cocktails and our wine and our whatever else we were drinking. And uh, yeah, well, I can the... tell you because you ended the whole show with a um, at the very end of the dinner, uh, you you chose a Calvados. From oh, I think yeah. I, and, and, and now listen get get this folks um, so so he knows he's invited and and what does J, J Michael do when he knows he's invited not only that he has the X large portion of lobster <laughs> no to to like as stardust now then and he, he crowns it all with selecting the most expensive shot you can get there like a <laughs> 1932 Calvados and I I I I I erased it from my memory how uh, what the price tag on that. 
that was. <laughs> well, I, have, I was supposed to be on an, I think, like an 8.15 a.m. flight back to Luxembourg, and Anna was expecting me. Um, and it's amazing I'm still married because after after the amount of alcohol we consumed, and, and you know, I, I'm not a heavy smoker, but with you I must have – in fact, they opened up a private room for us to smoke in, as <laughs> yeah. I recall, um, yes, illegally in, yes. in the hotel. Yes, uh, and, uh, and, and by the end of that night at 2 o'clock in the morning, I called my poor wife who was home with – Tom must have been – Two at the time to tell her that, in very drunk terms that yeah I wasn't coming home until much later that <laughs> yes um, I remember that lucky I didn't sleep on the couch she 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 universally refers to you as and you know air quotes a bad influence <laughs> <laughs> yeah well what, what can I say uh, uh, women are always right especially when they are uh, your wife so uh, pr- probably right. she, she must be right then and you have a you have a, a, a pretty excellent uh, spouse yourself and a beautiful family over there. What are you guys doing to kind of keep busy um, with uh, everything? Oh, well, the, 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 kid, the, 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 the kids keep us busy because until until a week ago, or no, actually this week school started again. So the weeks before, uh, Maya, the older one, she's seven, and, and, and Emma, the, the smaller one, she's, she's turning five in uh, March. And they they they'll keep you busy, <laughs> and it's 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 not that easy. Miki uh, Michaela has my wife has a has a full time job, home office of course, and I have kind of well I I well I have a full time job too, but because I'm self employed and can choose my time, so it's it was well I I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I, like the last you weeks it, it was it was more me that did the homeschooling and and taking mm-hmm. care of the kids during the week, but then Michaela jumps in right on the uh, at the weekends and then she takes over. So uh, yes, it was it was not boring at all. So thank the Lord they're back in school. Oh my God! <laughs> how, how long were the schools closed? We we only lost a couple of weeks here in Luxembourg since since well, May. It was been longer in Germany, right? Oh, far longer. Um, they had been closed. The, the first time they closed, it was like I I, I can't recall. It was in in summer two thousand twenty twenty, and then they closed again from the eighteenth of uh, December until uh, until uh, this week. So. Uh, yeah, challenging by time uh, at times, but uh, yeah, it's it's that's the good thing about humans. You you can get used to really anything, mm. and you you can also uh, get used to juggling kids and and Bodalgo and retro plays and and building computers. And, and I found this new hobby where I uh, refurbish or, or, or restore old computer parts i i'm not I, it must be it must be some COVID side effect although i didn't have COVID, <laughs> uh, it's it's something is, is is changing in me within me and i'm not sure it's a good thing to be honest <laughs> I think we're all acquiring bad habits. I was telling Armin before we got on that I'm I started day trading in the last week and I'm I'm somehow up ten point seven percent, but we'll see how long that lasts. I think we're all finding new and and perhaps bad habits. Uh, all, all, all you all, all you guys out there, I, I I can tell you something. You better you better watch that 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 price list of of, of uh, JMC demos, and once they go up, <laughs> you know he lost all he, he all his money. He is going down <laughs> down Wall Street drain. It's it's not on GameStop at least though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So, you know, you're talking about the situation over there. And I know in, one of the things we've had here that has been interesting, uh, you know, we're trying to look for silver linings in all this, is that prior to the pandemic, uh, we couldn't get decent food delivered in this town that we live in to save our lives. Um, by Luxembourg standards, you know, I, I, I'm from the state, so being 20 minutes from the city is you're right next door. You're in the heart of the suburbs. But yeah. here, that's that's the country, and nobody wants to come all the way out here. Um, now we can get Michelin star sushi and, and two other Michelin restaurants delivering and premium, you know, food from any any kind of cuisine you can think of. So that's been nice to at least have some new options. What what has changed over there that maybe has been a little bit of a silver lining through all of this darkness? Ah, to be honest with you, uh, not too many examples come to mind. Talking about delivery food, there is a restaurant called the Atelier, which is a three-star Michelin restaurant mm-hmm. here, and they do actually like like deliver food boxes with exact um, information of manuals how to prepare that food right. of course it's not their usual menu that they do but they they have very exclusive boxes that they send and you know the the uh, the EU is not doing particularly well on vaccines compared to the US and the UK oh my god well the EU does terrific a terrific job developing the vaccine right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a BioNTech lay. Okay, it's it's Pfizer there as well, but the 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 the, 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 um, the, the major vaccine is is developed by a German company, and 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 we are the ones. We have like I think three three percent of the people so far have received a vaccination. If we keep that speed, well, we're well into twenty twenty two. Um, uh, yeah, for for the lockdown, it's it's. Can we stop? Can we stop talking COVID? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it seems like the U.S. may be back to full normal by by July or August. But what are your thoughts on on the EU? You think it's going to be the fall or next year? Or no, 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 no. I, 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 it'll catch up, and I, I hope the worst will be over end of summer, and I think the lockdown will be there will be reliefs. Well, I would I would imagine. I don't know. Start of summer, we will definitely have the restaurants open again, the beer gardens. Uh, there probably won't be an Oktoberfest this year because the people are very afraid. Um, but there's so much hysteria going on with now that like we have the vaccines and now the, the next bad story is, yeah, all the, the mutations will be like devastating and blah, blah, blah. Nobody, nobody knows. And still the, the, the media sometimes in my book is far too pessimistic and fought um, yeah, creating too much too much too much angst among the bevölkerung uh, among the people um it's 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 not helping if they are coming out with one horror scenario after the other it's i i don't think it it, it goes down well with the people i think there's going to be an epidemic of uh, exploded livers at the end of all of this too, yeah well, but i'm 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 because it's now oh, oh what do you call the time and up to easter where you're not supposed to eat that much advent right uh, yeah no advent that's the that's the oh, thing no, that's that, christmas what am I yes no way uh, you should um <laughs> don't mind me yeah uh, no no worries so so Lent, i'm i'm, I'm is that yes i well i could could be uh with the english terms i'm i'm not i'm not that great um the thing, yeah. So I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit down on the booze. So I only have a bo- one bottle of wine per day now. Now it's just <laughs> no, it's it's like more like one bottle a week. Right. And so as I'm bringing that down, I'm I'm back on the running track because I had a surgery um, 
Oh, poor, poor Armin. I had a surgery because my knee, the meniscus, uh, was was making trouble. But that went oh, that went fantastic. The 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 surgeon that did that job was just awesome. Well, let's 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 pivot off of all this gloom and doom and talk about uh, other um, you know horribly controversial things. Like, hey, pay to play voiceover. How about that? Um, and, oh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, you're you, you are widely accepted and considered to be one of the the good guys, and you know maybe in a lot of people's opinion, which is a mistake guy, in the first you know, place. But what what can I? But uh, but when when it comes to people who run these sites, but what what do you say? Because there's still a pretty strong group of folks out there who just feel like any site where you have to pay to access jobs is is just not a good thing. What do you hmm. say to that group of people? Well, on the one hand, they have a fair point. How come that somebody that delivers the service has to pay to to even make an offer? Because that's kind of a few years ago, or let's say ten years ago, this had been unheard of. So I definitely understand that. What I tell them is, though, well, to get those opportunities is a very pricey, um, a very pricey thing to 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 get the 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 the, the clients on board and then making them uh, looking for voices on Bodalgo. So you're you're not paying for for the for the possibility to to audition. You're paying for for to to, to enabling me to find those clients. So that's the that's the the major argument because if you wouldn't let's say there are no online casting websites then it's not like that that you wake up in the morning the telephone rings and a client says hello uh, would you mind working for me no you have to get out there you take action have marketing plans uh, in place to to find clients and you would have to pay for all those efforts of course either by by the time or by telling somebody to do the marketing for you, whatever you choose. So you would have you would have to spend money there as well. And I think that online casting, it's, it's now more than a decade, uh, 15 years uh, since the first uh, online casting appeared or something like that. And I think it, it, it proved to many people that uh, this is a viable or it's, it's a good ingredient in your marketing mix. Should you only like trust to find enough jobs on on pay to play? Of course not. Uh, you should do marketing. You could do AdWords. You sending out those emails, uh, email marketing. You maybe have a blog or you have a YouTube channel that promotes your voice. And also, you would have maybe an account with one, two, or three of those pay to play websites. I like to call them online casting now because mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. But pay to play, it's it's, a, it's fine. I, I have no 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 issues with that. So, and they are just one of the ingredients of the major ingredients most of the voiceover talents should have in their in their toolbox. And if somebody says sorry, no, I'm not going to pay for 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 being able to audition. That is perfectly fine. And if those people take their money where they think they get more uh, more return on their invest, that's absolutely fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Why, why do you think people reflexively, some people at least, I mean, I, I've always looked at... at because it has a catastrophe. The, the repetition is, 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 is a catastrophe with, with, with those websites like Voices.com or the beginnings of Voice123. I think they got better, but um, uh, the, the damage has been done already. It, it had, had, has been done... I don't know, 10 years ago, uh, five years ago, when, when Voices.com was caught uh, funneling 
up to 70% of the, the, the budget that should have gone to the talent's pockets into their own pockets. What, what do you think? How will people react to that? Of course they are furious. And then these, these, these earthquakes uh, from, from five years ago, you can still feel, at least in the minds of the people. And this is why there is this reflex where they hear pay to play and all they think is uh, VCOM and what they did and how unethical they are. And then you have uh, other guys like uh, the, like uh, Voice Realm, uh, run by complete crackheads uh, that that <laughs> that that that, that uh, have sexist. Ar 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 Armin's very circumspect in his opinions. Yeah. No, uh, but 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 look at the the advertising that they do on 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 Twitter that, that they have done, where they uh, like, have you slept with a voice of a talent today? I mean, re really? I, I'm uh, I'm still hurting from being rejected as the model for that campaign. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yes. Well, see, see, so we all have to suffer from that, and no, but um. If I'd have been hired, you'd have had to suffer more. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I think, uh, companies like that, of course, hurt the reputation um, of online casting websites. And then you have other other players. Uh, uh, one that just went belly up. No, not belly up. They were sold to some uh, to the next, probably the next bigger idiot, like Voiceovers.com. They they promised. And this is, I, I quote, they promised on stage, I think it was Atlanta two years ago, they said, by the time we kick in the marketing, like Google AdWords, this website will provi provide 3,000 jobs a month. Mm -hmm. This is approximately what, what Voices.com, I think, does today. And I was sitting in the audience and all the people were like, yay, cool, great. And I was thinking, are you all nuts? <laughs> this is not going to happen. No way. What the guy says is absolute fantasy land. He can never, ever create with the plan that he just outlined, um, can create those numbers. So, well, uh, people, I, I talked to a few people. I even talked to, to Matt Dubois, uh, like uh, who created voiceovers.com. And I told them, this is never going to happen. You need to rethink your, your marketing strategy. Otherwise, people will be probably very, very uh, um, disappointed. And so they were disappointed because like uh, one, two jobs um, a day at maximum was, I think, the best uh, that, that came out of that. And of course, it, then it, it, it's, of course, people get frustrated. They paid up to like four digit uh, uh, fees for, for being a member for a year. And this is just a catastrophe. And well, there are there are new newcomers on on the rise, or there I, I heard about now different websites where I and I will not name them now. But when I see the concept, I know it's a it's an instant failure, and mm -hmm. it's the same thing happens again. Like where the people say "yay," and it, it will it, it will be ah uh, uh, probably in a few months down the road. Is it? Is I mean, is it possible for a new site? Is is there ever going to be one that comes out and can challenge Voices.com or Voice One Two Three on volume and on you know? And I know a lot of people knock quality, but if you're talking about just quantity of jobs that actually pay market rates, both of those sites do have a, a fair quantity as well. Mm. It, it, will there ever be a new player that can come in and and have that level of quantity and quality at the same time? And I think what people like about Bedalgo is you you do a pretty good job of screening for quality, and the quantity has 
has improved over the years, but we're you know we're still yeah. talking about in the dozens, not in the hundreds. Yes. Um, so you know, I, I, what's what's the trick? What's the what's the magic beans? It doesn't seem like anybody can figure this out. Well, I, I think people have figured it out. Uh, looking at Fiverr, for example, they have massive numbers in voiceover jobs. Voiceover, uh, voiceovers, well, has massive numbers. So, if you are looking for a website that has the same numbers as voiceover, uh, voice, sorry, Voices.com, and has the same numbers as Fiverr, you will have to accept a loss of quality, as you just pointed out, because not all of those jobs are really high paying. Right, substantially, right? Because I mean, yeah. if you if you look at Fiverr, if you if you take all the jobs on one, two, three invoices and multiply them by ten, that's how many Fiverrs running on a daily basis. But it's it's thirty, forty, fifty dollars a holler, right? Yeah, and and it's also um, well, may, maybe the, cli- the the clients that are shopping there are not the clients that are well that experienced in judging quality. They they maybe have like this YouTube channel or this podcast, and they need a quick intro where somebody says. This is the new blah, 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 and you know so, and they can't do it themselves because they have a crappy voice or not not the the, the, the equipment uh, that to record that. So they go there and they have for ten, twenty, thirty dollars have their 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 podcast intro, their video blog intro, or whatever. Maybe the answering machine. I don't know. So and that that's all that's all good good and fine because this is the amateur market. This is this has nothing to do with what. Bodalgo, at least, wants wants to wants to deal with because it's it's just a different do, do you, market. Do you think what do you think that what we're fighting against is ultimately that you know even though we're immersed in this business and in this community that at the end of the day when you look at things on a you know what what scales you know and, and what can what can work with volume is high end voiceover even though I, you know I, I think myself and other established talent we've seen an increased demand for high end voiceover for qualities that are willing to pay fair rates and even generous rates over. The, especially in 2020. Uh, mm. But do you think that at the end of the day, globally speaking, it's actually such a small market that that we're never going to find a company or companies that want to come in and put in millions and millions of dollars to try to attract high-end clients? Because maybe in the grand scheme of things, it's it's just not the kind of numbers that is going to interest a P&E company or a, a large entity to spend tens of millions of dollars. Is it just too too niche? I th- yes, maybe it's Tanish, and the other point is, of course, if you want to throw millions at a bit business like that, then this uh, needs to be reflected in the membership fees. And you wouldn't have a membership fee then in the 200s like Bodalgo, in the 300s, 400s. I think you will be looking at least a thousand, if not two thousand or three thousand dollars per year. And there's like no tier then. You just have to pay to even to start. It would be it would be definitely in the in the four digit. Uh, four digits. Otherwise, you, 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 how would a would a would a company survive uh, when you spend millions and millions to get the, the clients? And also, well, finding the clients for a new, for a new for a new player is is incredibly difficult. I think unless you have millions to spend on advertising, and then you have to learn like what kind of advertising really works and. Maybe uh, they're uh, so. If looking at the big players like Fiverr or Freelancer, Elance, and and all those, those of course have a huge database of clients. Now, if they say, okay, we have this, let's say for example, Elance, and those guys then say, 
Okay, what we are doing now is we're making a really premium website for the voiceover market to see if, if, if there is like a real premium segment and we call it pre-lanes, whatever. And um, for premium e-lanes, nobody's laughing about my jokes here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, for, no, no, I forgot well. to press the canned laughter button. There you go. <laughs> so, and let's, and let's say they, and they use their massive uh, database of clients that they have and they approach those with, okay, this is what we have. Uh, these are pre-screened talents, the best of the best. Um, of course, they are more expensive, yada, yada, yada. Maybe maybe they can they can do such a stunt. But then again, why would they? Why take the effort? They're already making millions. Right. Why, why, would wouldn't, you... why wouldn't those clients just go to agents or, or other outlets anyway that are already established? Well, because they're more expensive. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, if you're talking about having a, a a very distinctly premium site where we're talking in the you know in the thousands for membership and the jobs yeah. are going to be the very highest end, I mean, we've already got outlets for that. We've got talent agencies that doesn't that aren't necessarily more expensive. Um, you know, is is there room in the market for something like that from an online casting perspective? Yeah, but uh, probably I'm too stupid. I don't, I don't get it. Yes, you have the you have the you have of course the agencies, but the talents don't pay the agencies like an upfront fee. Right, right, but the agencies nevertheless go out and market and try to bring in the work, at least the good one. Yes, but the, of course they have they have the issue they, that uh, all the online casting websites are very strong competitor to to what they are, what uh, to the clients they want to attract, and and the 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 average agency, let's say they have a hundred people on their roster, well. Those those websites like even Bodalgo with the very very selected and vetted talents, it's it's ten thousand talents from all over the world. I can I can market those ten thousand talents where an agency only markets to 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 those or for those one hundred talents. Uh, it's because they have so much so strong competition by the evolving online casting websites and they they they're getting it from the low end from Fiverr they're getting it from the low to middle end and probably even higher tiers are on on Vcom voice123 in big numbers uh and the the boutique stuff uh, gets more and more to Bodalgo so poof, uh they 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 they're getting squeezed and I know there've been initiatives lately with the union trying to trying to get them to modernize and to catch up with online. Yeah, exactly. Bit. That will save the day. The union that has slept the last fifteen years. And anybody really believes that something will change there? No, forget about that. It won't, and it will be too late anyway. Because all the clients—well, of course there are clients that only will take union uh, talent—but uh, th the clients are already used to online online casting. They they will not go back to 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 agents, uh, and it's not it's personally I I have nothing against agents at all. I think they're doing a terrific job and a very important job, especially when it, when it comes to the real top shelf stuff. Because if you have a client that has no clue about voiceover and and how it's produced and how it should sound and so on, then the talents together with the casting directors and, and the whole chain does a wonderful and terrific and important job. But it's very questionable if the clients in future are willing to pay for this kind of service to an extent where it allows as many agents as 
that are now in existence to survive in the future. Yeah, it's interesting times. And I, I know one of the things I've been saying for a while, tell me if you agree with this, is that I, I see online casting really splitting going forward where I think the bigger sites, the Voices and Voice 123, more and more are going to resemble Fiverr because that's where, for sites, that's where the money is. It's on the churn on all those transactions and it's on volume and taking a cut from every time somebody is touching the site. And then I think you're going to have uh, the, the opposite end, which is the Badalgos and maybe VO Planet and maybe some newer sites that are going to be a little more niche and a little bit more targeted and, and higher end and more boutique. Um, do you see that as well? Do you think it's going to be the, the Fiverr model or the Bodalgo model going forward? Well, it, it 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 could be actually. So, when you when you when you do not care anymore about quality and you just say it's the number of transactions, then you get rid of many issues. You can get, if if you don't care about quality, you don't have to vet jobs that are coming in. You just you just let the people post the jobs. There's no control whatsoever. There's no quality control. So you save yourself a lot of headaches. You can embrace everybody um, in the meaning that everybody is allowed, no matter how low the budget is, to post the job. Because you could say, well, if the clients want more money, then they should not audition for this job. Uh, and you are just after the, the transactions. And then you need as many jobs as you can possibly get. And that's a horrible thing to do, and Bodago will never even touch that with a 10-foot pole. On the other hand, leave that leaves, like if Voice123 already said they, they will not care, and or a few times, at least that's how I understood them, that they will not care about, about quality because they think they want to cater to every niche of voiceover and every quality level, as far as I understood what Ralph said. So this opens, of course, the field for the higher class things to be targeted by Bodalgo or other players in, in the market. But it will not be easy because, uh, well, the, the price is always a sensitive issue. And if clients are used to mediocre quality, they cannot tell the difference between a real good talent and a not so good talent. And maybe then it becomes a... Well, they get used to mediocre quality and that's when they don't question the quality at all anymore and then they maybe are happy with Fiverr talents as well. But then again, there are people like me that tell the clients why is it important to have these and these standards? Why do voiceover talents cost what they cost, the professional ones? Uh, how are the price ranges? How, how is a price, um, what do the, does a price consist of? And all those things trying to educate the clients that are that want to listen and that want quality. But it's it's a it's a it's a big struggle when you have those big players that maybe and that you could be right are only looking after the numbers of transactions. Right. I think the struggle will continue. Well, on a, on a uh, lighter note or um, more pleasant note, perhaps, uh, this is not the only venture you have going, right? You have your hands in, in some other things. Talk to us a little bit about Retroplace and some of the other things that you're involved in. Yeah. Well, Retroplace is just a marketplace for video games, really. Uh, a friend of mine approached me three years ago and he said, uh, Armin, did you know there is no marketplace out there dedicated to newest and new video games? And I say, come on, that can't, that can't be. Uh, there, there's eBay and Amazon for a start. And he said, yeah, yeah, well, but they're not dedicated to video games. Uh, just a video game marketplace. And you would think it's different. And I researched it and there, there, had, there had not been 
a dedicated marketplace where people could sell and buy used or new video games. Like, and users could be dealers, private persons, whatever. So I thought, well, hang on, that might be a great idea. So I coded it. It's It's been on online for two years and, and you can buy like uh, games from the last five decades, basically. If it's like something from the 70s could be the one thing you buy or for PlayStation 5, the newest, newest games. And, it, and it's going well. So um, we are not big, but we are doing a, a thousand orders uh, a month. And that's really tiny, but uh, we are slowly getting there. We're getting traction. We are getting some some media exposure. And uh, I, I invest a little bit of money. It's, it's, it's just a project that I really personally like because I'm a gamer as well. And uh, but let's see where it goes. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm pretty happy to, pl to play for a long time in that field. And, uh, and, and it's nice, and it, but it leads also to very strange habits that I have developed, like where I'm buying now retro computer stuff and, 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 and putting them in nice uh, acrylic cases, selling them on eBay. Uh, it, I think it's just something when you're locked up in your flat all the time, then I think you need to do something creative and, and building something really. It's, it's something different when you, when you really build something that you can take in your hands. And look at it and say, "Wow, that 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 turned out to be pretty nice." Um, I mean, do, doing voiceovers and creating like an audiobook also is very nice. It's just you can't you can't put it in your hand. Well, where's I, I, the f yeah? Where's yeah. the where's the first place you and your family are going to go when when this is all over? What's your first vacation? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. So. I have not thought about it because I don't know where we can go actually. So, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever's open. <laughs> no, exactly. Whatever is open. I, 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 I probably would like to stay within Europe or, or North Africa because it's just flight wise. The flight time is then a little bit easier. And when you have two kids, four and seven, you don't want to go like 16 hours uh, on, 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 a, on a plane. But uh, just give me a beach. Blue water, ice cold beer, and my wife next to me, and I'll be a happy boy. I think that's 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 what every man wants, right? And I think we're we're both blessed and privileged to uh, to have the wives to make that possible. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Now, where, where are you going? What what are your plans? Sushi in Tokyo. Sushi in Tokyo. So you the only thing you're really thinking about is eating, isn't it? Well, you've met me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi in on, Tokyo. Well, uh, on, Michaela would be would be with you, I believe. Well, you you should you should come, and we can we can absolutely uh, terrorize the locals and uh, probably be deported promptly. But yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to China. Armin, thank you so much for being here today, my friend, and uh, always a, a pleasant and candid experience, even when times are tough. Thank you, Much thank obliged. you. Pleasure to be with you. And uh, if uh, people want to check out Bodalgo, B-O-D-A-L-G-O dot com. Remember, it's a lowercase b, otherwise he will trout slap you. Uh, <laughs> and it is one of the, uh, the few online casting sites that I think universally um, most people in the industry support and, uh, and endorse. So uh, check it out and uh, stay tuned uh, next week for another guest. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're going to find out when we get there. But I appreciate you listening. Thank care everybody you have been listening to this week in bo with j michael collins be sure to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues on social media if you do jmc might just send you a lobster now here's nobody trying to sell you anything because that's just how we roll 
Stay tuned for a new podcast most weeks throughout the year. 